You're listening to the Wicked Case Podcast featuring Cool Kyle and the Rev Kev. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's episode of the Wicked Case Podcast with me, the Rev Kev, and as always, my two-on-one partner to put it in the back of the net for me, Cool Kyle. Yeah, lay it up. Yeah, lay it up. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> um, that took like seven takes. <laughs> I'm not even right. going to lie. <laughs> we might put the put the, the uh, all the mess-ups on uh, Patreon. Holy mama, that was ridiculous. All right, well, <laughs> we have lots to talk about in very little time, and we cannot strike reverse that because it's not the truth. It is the truth. I don't know. Yeah. Um... We're going to run down some NHL predictions because the season started this week, and it was awesome. Technically, it started last week with Nashville and San Jose because they mm-hmm. played over in uh, Czech- Czechia, I guess it's now called. It's along the Czech Republic. It's like Czechia or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So they played two games over there, um, and they'll be flying, obviously, back to the States to jump in with the rest of the other 30 teams. Nice. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm one thing before we talk about this moving forward with the predictions. I'm very interested to watch the Arizona Coyotes first home game because they play at a college rink that only has 5,000 seats. Yeah, I was going to say. So I don't know when their first home game is going to be. It could be tonight. I'm thinking they're going to be on the road, though, because they play us on Saturday. Well, they played us on Saturday because we're going to be on Sunday. Yeah, so. I'll have to look at that and figure it out when uh, when they play at yeah. home, because I will definitely be interested in watching that game. Yeah, I'll take a look at it while you're talking. All right, so we're going to do some NHL predictions for you first, and then we're going to jump into uh, the first five weeks of the NFL season, because, wow, what a crazy five weeks it has been. A lot of crazy upsets, a lot of shenanigans, and all kinds of crazy shit going on. So let's just, let's just jump right in. Just jump right onto the ice. Let's do this. Uh, NHL predictions for me for this year. Uh, we're not going to go by uh, points or anything. I'm just going to think. I'm just thinking off the top of my head, like what I think the standings will be. By the way, these are all subjective. You don't have to agree with them. Um, uh, I have noted it before, and I'm sure most people know we're from New England. So I'm a huge, huge Bruins fan. Like, Bruins are like number one on my list of sports teams. I live and die with the Bruins. Kyle has seen me cry for the Bruins multiple times. Um,. Oh, okay. So that's that's a that's a, the end of the month for God's sake. Yeah. Alrighty then. Is that a Friday? Uh, October twenty eighth is a Friday. Yes. Yeah, we'll be a dynamite. We will. Yeah. <laughs> to, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to record that game. We'll be a dynamite. I'll yeah. have to watch a different game then. We'll put it on Uzu on our phone while dynamite's going. I'm not doing that at all. Absolutely <laughs> not. No. No. That's another thing I got to do quickly. I got to watch the next like two or so weeks of dynamite. So mm. I kind of have. A, an idea of what I'm going to be getting myself into. Yeah, I don't want to go in there. I don't want to go, in there. I, I wanna go in there cold. Yeah, I've seen like the little I know Orange Cassidy won. Yeah, I saw he won the title. That was fun. I feel like <clears throat> I feel like like um, AEW has a crap ton of titles. They do, but just because like there's but they so many, but they don't care. But the yeah. problem is too is that you've got a crap ton of titles, and then you can um, you can kind of section off certain people. Like think about how. Like attitude era, like WWE was or WWF was. You had um, like there was like a group of like six or seven people that challenged for the the big title, the world heavyweight title or the world the WWE championship. 
Then you had a group of people that did the tag teams. You had a group that did the intercontinental, a group that did European, a group that did hardcore, women's group. So you had different groups. So then people still had TV time. That's true, yeah. Whereas right now with WWE, like, how often do you see the U.S. title be defended? I mean, it wasn't. It just went to Seth. But it doesn't, it's, you wouldn't. I wouldn't know. Yeah, but the whole idea was was that a title kind of gave you TV time. Like, you know, why why is it that we half the time we don't see those titles in WWE? Like, why, especially with these people with storylines that are doing well. I mean, granted, they're starting to showcase it now, like with Bobby Lashley, you know, giving up the title to Seth. Seth is going to hold the title, I'm sure, for a little bit now. We'll see. You know, and obviously, Seth is a main draw, so. We'll save wrestling talk for another day. Ah, uh, yeah. It's okay. okay. We we got roped into it, and I know you could go all day with wrestling talk. Yeah. But I, I promised the people, the listeners, the Wicked Nation that we were going to do this. So I'm gonna oh, that's okay. We can do this, too. It's fine. We're just, right. talking. just talking. Just talking. Just talking. Just talking. Just talking. Yeah. I'm just talking I'm just here. talking. Hey. <laughs> all right. So for the Atlantic Division, from uh, bottom to top, I have Montreal finishing in last place in the Atlantic Division. They're a good young team. They're a fun team to watch. They beat the Leafs. Ha-ha. <laughs> 18 seconds to go on opening night for them on Wednesday night. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Detroit, same kind of situation. Fun young team, but they're not going to make the playoffs. Buffalo is kind of getting there, but I think that they just don't have the bodies to do it. But they're finally going in the right direction. Hopefully, for their sake, they can break their, like, oh, Christ. It's been like 10 years since they made the playoffs. It's been a long yeah. time. They have the longest tenure out of the playoffs outside of obviously Seattle, but Seattle's only been there for a year. So, Oh, wow. Um, I got Florida taking kind of a big step back. And at first I was kind of unsure about Florida finishing in fifth in the Atlantic. Cause I was like, they're still a good team. They won the president's trophy last year, but you're going to, you're going to take a step back when you win the president's trophy. And they lost Huberdeau. They lost Mackenzie Weger. They lost a bunch of good pieces. They lost Mason Marchman. They lost a bunch of good pieces and now they have like the one person to fill this role is um, Matthew Kachuk, and Matthew Kachuk's a good player. Is he going to put up a hundred plus points every year? I mean, hopefully for their sake, he does. They also lost Claude Giroux. Granted, it was half season. Claude Giroux is still a difference maker. He's still a difference maker on any team. Oh yeah. Um. So I don't know. Well, and that's the funny thing too is like you know Claude Giroux is an older player, you know, and. It's the same thing that they were talking about, like with um, Krejci. They're saying, "Oh, well, you know, Krejci's coming back to a league where he can't keep up." And I'm thinking, thinking in my head, I'm like, it, "You don't need to have like a crazy amount of speed to keep up. You know, you just need to be have a lot of ring awareness." Or ring, ring awareness. He didn't seem like he lost a step. No, he had three points last night. He had a goal and two assists. So yeah, so I, I think so, that's kind of bullshit. I don't really know where the awareness comes from, there, guys. But okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I do have Florida missing the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised if they got a wild card spot. They are still a good team, but you know, Ekblad's, Ekblad's been playing with the same defense partner and Mackenzie Weger for the last two or three seasons. He's got a new guy he's playing next with, you know, there's a chemistry thing. I just, I think Florida takes a little bit of a step back. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of my bold prediction here. I think Ottawa's going to make the playoffs as the second wild card team. They have a lot of good pieces in place. They have, um, they, they, got, they signed Giroux for fairly cheap. They got that amazing trade for Alex DeBrincat. They have a bunch of other good young players as it is. I think they could take a step up. Again, that's why I said they're the wild card too. I think they just maybe edge out Florida by a couple points. Mm. Uh, I have Boston in third. Uh, 
simply just because of the fact is I think Toronto and Tampa have more kind of, I wouldn't say complete teams, but they're a little bit speedier than Boston is. Boston has a lot of older players. Um, Boston's biggest issue, obviously, at the beginning of the year is weathering the storm and doing as best as they can without the likes of Marshan, McAvoy, and Grizzlick, which hopefully they return. I, I heard as early as maybe November and then maybe as late as like January, like around the time of the Winter Classic. So we'll see. Yeah, it just depends on how well they're healing. I heard that they're they're healing very well. I heard that as well, yes. But you also don't want to bring them back too soon and then have them get re-injured and now they're out for the rest of the season. Yeah, you want to make sure that injury is almost 100% I'm not, healed. I'm not worried about where you finish in the standings as long as you make a playoff spot. It's the playoffs I'm more concerned with. So Yeah, because once you're in the playoffs, then and that's And obviously, that in the victory they had Wednesday against the Caps where they won 5-2, we talked about it before the show, most of the scoring was the big boys. Bergeron scored, Marshawn, uh, Marshawn, uh, Pasternak scored, Krejci scored, Hall scored. They're not always going to be able to step up every night. So the the bottom six and other key role players are going to have to kind of step their games up. And I think and, they will in time. time. I know. And they also said too last night, or sorry, Wednesday night, um, that they're going to rotate the goaltending. Mm-hmm. So Allmark played the first game, which means Sway will play the next one and then back and forth. And then it's actually not a bad idea because then that way – if you think about some of the times where Tuca was going into the playoffs, he was up to like 65 or so games. And then you get to the playoffs and you're not as fresh as you would have liked your goaltender to be. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, last year, like Allmark and Swayman basically almost played 40 games each. So now they're both fresh as a daisy. Yeah. And both of them are excellent goaltenders. They are. And I do think, though, if the playoffs come around again, unless Allmark's on a crazy hot streak, you got to start with Sway, man. I think so too. I mean, Sway's just when you look at like hot hands. I think Sway ha- definitely has hot hands. Sway is the way. Sway is the way, That's, man. So, so I have Boston in third. I have Toronto in second, and I have Tampa Bay in first. Uh, I have Tampa Bay winning the conference overall. In the Metro, in eighth, I have the Flyers. I just I don't believe in anything the Flyers are doing. They have John Tortorella, which he'll get the most out of that that group. But they're already you know Ryan Ellis could be out for the year for them on defense. Sean Couturier is going to be out. They haven't drafted well. They have a lot of problems. Really, the only thing they have going for them is Gritty. And hot take for me, not a big fan of Gritty. (laughs) Yeah, I feel Um, you on that. I have Columbus in seventh, a good young team. They'll be good in a couple years' time. They'll have, you know, Goudreau and Line A leading the squads, the the lead, leading the team um, as the, you know, the the older veterans. And they have good young players coming up. They're not ready just yet, but they'll be there soon enough. Uh, New Jersey, I had them up higher, and then I thought about it, and I was like, they're an okay team. I just don't, I don't know. They're they're in the, like the fun, the fun, but not going to make the playoffs category. There'll be a fun young team to watch. They do have good players. They play their style, which is just you know, they see they've done it to Boston numerous times. They get a lead, and they just kind of play shutdown defense. And a lot of New Jersey games are. Two to one or one nothing, and they're kind of boring. But if that's what gets wins, that's what that's what gets wins. I always find it funny though. A lot of people say that games like that are boring, but I actually find the defensive aspect of a game like pretty cool. And and watching how they shut down other players. And- well, I don't mind it either. I think just with like certain teams, like in New Jersey, like you can have a shutdown aspect, but it's just kind of like you know, you're if you're watching like a soccer or a football game. 
and you're just kind of like passing the ball around and you're just kind of like do something like yeah that can be like all right you know this is getting a little yeah, annoying yeah or but hockey's never like that because they always have to be defense oh uh, well tampa bay had that for a little bit when they had the one three one they implemented yeah it, do they still do a, that not as much because they have a different coach but i think that strategy is still employed or used at some point um yeah. i don't know uh islanders i have in fifth a lot of people are high on the Islanders, and I'm not really sure why. They weren't great. I mean, yes, they made the conference finals consecutively, I believe. Uh, but they just really they haven't showed me anything. Like they didn't do very good last year. Yeah, they kind of fizzled out. They didn't really do anything in the offseason and everybody thought they were going to. A lot of people thought the Islanders, you know, were maybe in on Johnny Goudreau and I they, he didn't go there, obviously. So although right. they were in on um Oh crap. Was it Johnny Goudreau? I don't remember. I'm a terrible sports fan sometimes. Well, I don't I, remember either. I so. know they were in on Panarin, and then Panarin was supposed to go to the Islanders and then went to the Rangers instead or something like that. Yeah. And I think they were in on Goudreau, and then Goudreau ended up going to like Columbus. So yeah. I don't know. Um, I have Washington as the first wild card team. But again, <clears throat> I feel like between Ottawa, Florida, and Washington, you could interchange those t- those three teams, and two of them could get – I wouldn't be surprised if that would be, if that how it worked out. There could be two teams from the Atlantic to get the wild card. There could be one team from the Metro. I don't think the Islanders are going to squeak in. Uh, Washington, they are they're without Tom Wilson for a while because he had a knee injury last year in the playoffs, and he's going to have to heal from that. Um, they are an older team, too, kind of like Boston. They do have Darcy Kemper, who helped the Avs win the Cup last year, but I think Washington just isn't the same Washington team. The, the biggest thing about Washington is you're watching to see if and when Ovechkin breaks Gretzky's record, which for all the games that uh, Ovechkin's missed, he probably would already he probably would be already at it or had already beaten it by now. That's true, yeah, because he had a while where he was hurt for a decent amount no, of time, right? No, he wasn't hurt. He's just missed games because of the league. He missed the full season in 05. When oh, that's the, right, yeah, because he didn't was get a, hurt. No, you know, he, ne- he doesn't hardly ever get hurt, knock wood. He's as strong as a bull. Yeah. Um, they had missed the whole season in 05. They had a lockout shortened season in 2013, so he missed half a season there. Then you had, uh, what, like a three-quarter of a season with the 2021 season. You had a half a season with COVID. You had a whole bunch of shit and shenanigans that's been happening. Yeah. So he's missed out on probably over 100 games. That and, sucks. And in that, I mean, you figure he averages about 40 to 50 goals a year. So he's within like a hundred and something. I think he's like hundred and twenty goals away or something like that. Wow! So he's got a couple more years within like the next two or three years. Ovechkin should be able to break Gretzky's record. I'm thinking he's going to play two or three more years. Oh, You're yeah. this close. You're not going to stop now. No, and like you said, he's strong as a bull. As long as he can keep up, which he, yeah. he seems to like. I watched him the other night. He seems to be keeping up. Mm-hmm. You know, even though they they lost yeah. to the Bruins. It, yeah. There, there, um, there was a couple opportunities where I thought he was going to get a goal. No, <laughs> he just he just you know it, it's it's. Crazy to me how for years he's stood in the exact same spot on the power play and teams always just forget about him. They always turn their back to him and then they turn around and they're like, oh, maybe we shouldn't let Alexander Ovechkin just wind a slap shot from like halfway on the half boards (laughs) and, you know, rip it past the goaltender. Maybe just leave one person on him at all times and if somebody else has scored, then whatever. Yeah. (laughs) You got to be careful with Ovechkin. He's exactly. He's a proven goal scorer. There are probably there are other players on that team I'd much rather have score against me than Alexander Ovechkin. Because mm-hmm. so. at least you might be able to stop 
somebody else. Levesque, I watched him take that slap shot the other day when they were on the power play, and he was in the front of the net, and I was like, I, I if he hadn't a whiffed on that, it would have been in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I got Pittsburgh in third. I think, I think Pittsburgh's kind of in the same boat as Boston. They're going... I wouldn't say they're going on one last ride, but Pittsburgh's kind of nearing their end of their kind of run, too. So I think Pittsburgh kind of slows down just a bit. Yeah. But they still have... Crosby, Malkin, Latang, the, the the big three there. So yeah, and then they're still probably putting pieces around him. Some younger. Oh pieces. yeah, they've got they've got a bunch of good young pieces. They were able to sign Raquel. There's a bunch of other good pieces Pittsburgh's got going for him. A lot of the problems with a lot of these teams is um is goaltending, mm. and we'll talk about a team in the Pacific Division in a moment that has a goaltending issue, which you're kind of high on, but I'm not so much. Okay. Uh, Carolina. Carolina's just going to keep doing what Carolina did last year. They're a good team. Hey, they got Max Pacioretty for free from, from Vegas, and he's injured right now. But when he comes back, that team's already good, and now you're going to make them better because you're going to put Max Pacioretty on that group. How'd they get him for free? Uh, it was some trade that they made. It was uh, Max Pacioretty and some other player. It was like Dylan Coughlin or something like that. I don't remember. Hmm. I know Patches got – it was like for like a, a compensation or something. It was – Oh, like a ham sandwich, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Jeez. It was basically a salary dump on uh, Vegas's part because I don't have the crazy thing about Vegas. <laughs> quickly, is you know they were the darlings of the league for the first couple of years, and everyone was like, "Oh, cool, Vegas!" And then they started signing like you know all star players like you know Petrangelo, and they traded for Eichel, and they got Mark Stone, and they have Pacioretty, and all these other players. And now the league's just like, "Fuck Vegas!" Like, no, I don't. You guys were cool, and now you're not cool anymore. Now we hate you. And it could be because other teams were, str- other fan bases are probably pissed because up until last year, Vegas made the playoffs every year and were constantly in the conference finals. So obviously, other teams are like, "What the fuck? This expansion team is not supposed to be good." Seattle's doing what an expansion team is supposed to do. Seattle was not good the first year; they took a different approach. Vegas just decided to go for it. So yeah, yeah. And then at the top of the Metro, the Rangers. What did I talk about before? Goaltending. Shashurkin. He's a beast. Oh, the Rangers yeah. got a good team around him. Um, the Rangers have a bunch of good young players. So I don't... The Rangers are probably one of the top five teams I'd put in the like cup contenders mark. I'd probably put like Tampa Bay, the Rangers, Colorado, and maybe Calgary. And I'm not sure who else I'd put in there. Maybe Carolina. I don't have any faith in Toronto just yet, and I'll explain why when I do my um, Stanley Cup playoffs okay. predictions. Um, if we go over you, so before I do that though, you have kind of your own thing. It's kind of flip flopped a little bit though. So what do you? Got? Yeah, I mean, I I pretty much agreed with most of everything that you said. Um, I just, I, you know, obviously, I just flipped a few teams just because you know that it just sounded better. Um. Montreal in eighth, uh, Detroit in seventh, uh, Buffalo at six, Ottawa at five. I think Florida is going to make a wild card spot at number four. Um, Tampa Bay at three, Boston at two, Toronto at one. Um, then I think that Toronto is going to be, uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you have Tampa Bay so low for? Huh? Why do you have Tampa Bay so low? I mean. I think that they're a great team. I just, I just don't think that they're. No, it's it's fine. I mean, I mean, as compared to like a team like Toronto, that's that's really you can see is stepping up. Same thing with Boston with the new changes that they've made. They still they they seem like they're kind of in the zone. The one thing I will say about Tampa is this: they are a great team, but over time, 
your body can only play so many games, and they've been in three straight Stanley Cup finals. So they've played, what, probably like over 200 games in the last three years. That's a lot of hockey, and yeah. it's on a very short run. Yeah. So, And that's kind of where my mentality lies. I'm like, you know, okay, like I, Stamkos isn't getting any younger. No, no, that's true. But Tampa Bay is a crazy team where they, you know, they lose players like Palat. And they lose a bunch of other players, and they always just seem to find like it's kind of like the Patriots. They lose a player, like look at the Patriots. They lost J.C. Jackson last year, who was Mister Interception, and now the Patriots draft Jack Jones, who's come in and just been phenomenal for them. Mm. And it's the same thing that Tampa Bay does. And obviously, they don't have Eiserman anymore, and that's why in a couple of years' time, watch out for Detroit because what Eiserman built in Tampa Bay, he's certainly going to build in Detroit. So they're going to oh, be yeah. a team to reckon with for a while. But um. Yeah, Tampa Bay just seems to find these plug-in players and they keep the group together and they have the same coach and the same philosophies. And you've got, you know, I mean, the biggest piece they lost outside of Palat and Tampa was McDonough. It's going to be a loss, sure, but they'll find somebody to fill in the void and they'll just keep next man up. Yeah, but that's kind of how, like, I felt like Boston kind of did it too, you know? They lost that's, their coach. That's true. You know, And they didn't even really lose many big-name players throughout the... No, they didn't. I mean, they lost some... Like, I would have preferred to keep Lazar. I like Lazar. Yeah. Um, Howla is kind of a loss, because Howla would have been a nice depth third or fourth-line guy, especially if somebody got hurt. He could yeah. step up to the second line. But that's the one thing about the uh, the third and fourth line is, is that, you know, the players aren't necessarily first line material you know so they're they're not supposed to be going crazy goal scoring no that's true you, you know but you'd like to have plug-in players when yeah. players are not on the first line because players like Marchand are hurt yeah yeah exactly yeah so what do you got for you metro pretty uh, much you basically said you had the same thing except for you flip-flopped i think islanders and washington right for you i i no, put... you flip-flopped your top three so i had new york carolina pittsburgh you have carolina pittsburgh new york yeah, yeah, pretty much along the same lines, you know. Okay. I think anybody in the top three is going to be a contender. I think there's just no... I What I really need is for the NHL to... They can do this, too. They need to go back to the 1-8 playoff system. I've talked about it on the show before, and I can go on length about it. I understand you're building internal rivalries between the two teams, but at the same time, let's say, for instance, uh, let's say uh, Boston and Tampa Bay are playing each other in the first round. What if they both have 105 or 104 points? You're putting 200-point teams against each other in the first round. That shouldn't happen. Yeah. That should yeah. not happen. So, in and this is an easy fix for the NHL. It's very easy. You take the number one team in the Atlantic and the number one team in the Metro. Whoever has more points is number one. Whoever has second most points is number two. Then three through eight is just whatever they are in points. Yeah. And then you do one versus eight, two, seven, three, six, four, five, and then just reseed it throughout the playoffs. So if number one plays number two, that's your conference final. That's how it should be. It should not be, you know, Toronto getting out of the first round of playing Florida, Tampa Bay battled Boston and got out of it, and now, you know, 107 point Tampa Bay is playing 115 point Toronto in the second round. No, that should not happen. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I think I can agree on that. No, I think it's. If, if you want to build up rivalries, then, then. Like the rivalries have been in place, okay? Yeah. The original six are all going to be rivalries automatically. The you know the the expansion six not so much, but obviously rivalries have formed over the last few years. Yeah, well, and here's my thing about the the that whole thing is that I, I understand, like you said, that they want to build rivalries, but my thing is that what's the whole point of a rivalry? It's supposed to be something where it's supposed to be a spicy game, yeah. you know? It's supposed to be something that's hard hitting. 
and all that stuff. And recently now they've been very on top of the the all the teams about fighting, about hitting. Yeah, it's it, well the other problem too is that when you have the the playoff system set up like you see enough of these teams in your own division and now you have to play them just to get out to go to the conference final. I don't want to do that. The only way that Boston would be able to play a team in the Metro in the first couple rounds, which would be what they did last year, where they had the second wild card spot or whatever, and they played Carolina. Mm-hmm. But of course, it didn't really work out for them, now, did it? No. I mean, and of course, the Atlantics, you know, some of these divisions are like crazy good. Like, look at the Boston's division Toronto, Boston, Tampa Bay, Florida, potentially Ottawa. All teams that could make the playoffs. Metro, yeah. Carolina, Pittsburgh, New York, Washington, maybe even the Islanders. All teams that could make the playoffs. Yeah. Like and I mean even the Central, the Central's got four or five good teams, and the Pacific. I'm not as high in the Pacific. It's a bunch of younger teams, but in a couple of years' time, the Pacific's going to be a dogfight, and it's going to be, you know, there'll be some hopefully some parity in the league. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I guess it just takes time to build up these teams. I think, I think the the Pacific is having a really tough time building up their teams. Well, we'll get to the Pacific in a minute. We got to get to the Central first. We're going to yeah. talk about the who I think the President's Trophy winner is going to be, and I think it's going to be the Colorado Avalanche. I think we're both in agreement on that. Yeah, uh, they're a really good team, and the only thing that's really going to stop them are injuries. They have Gorgiev now as their goaltender. I don't think it's going to slow them down a bit. Mm-mm. They have probably the best defensive core in the league. They've got a bunch of good forwards. They added Evan Rodriguez. They've got pretty much the same team coming back as last year with all their core pieces, and a lot of those pieces are signed long-term. I mean, they could look for some help for like the second center spot, but I think they'll be just fine. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nashville in the second spot, I think Nashville takes a step up because of Juicy. Juicy Soros. Juicy. Juicy Soros. Yeah. Um, Minnesota, uh, like in third. Um, St. Louis in fourth. I have them in a wild card spot. Dallas in fifth, I have in a wild card spot. Now, the one thing I will quickly say about um, St. Louis. Um, first of all, let me get to Minnesota because I didn't really talk much about Minnesota. Nashville, too. Uh, so Nashville, yeah. They they have Soros. They've got Yossi. They've got uh, a bunch of... A, I I should have looked more at the rosters and I didn't, but I know Nashville's got a pretty solid team. They'll mm. be there. Yeah. Um, Minnesota, a, the loss of Fiala is definitely going to hurt, but they have enough of good pieces, I think, around them to make it into the playoffs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even if they're a wild card team. St. Louis, St. Louis's season depends on what Jordan Bennington shows up. If it's Jordan Bennington from 2019 that ripped my heart out and threw it on the ground and stomped all over it. <laughs> Because he's a little punk. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of uh, Jordan Bennington. Um, then the, the St. Louis is going to be good. If it's a Jordan Bennington that's been playing like dog shit the last couple of years, then no. They're not going to make the playoffs because your goaltending will only get you so far. Yeah, I agree on that. And he doesn't have anybody really to be there as like a brace. So if he does fail, they can, you know, they had Huso. They don't have Huso no more. That's true, yeah. So Dallas... Dallas, I think, is going to sneak into the playoffs because of their good goaltending with Jake Ottinger. He played phenomenal, as you know, in the playoffs last year. Now he's got a full season to do it. Heiskanen's there. They don't have Klingberg anymore, which could be a bit of an issue. Um, And Sagan and Ben kind of have to get back to form because they've kind of fallen off of late. But the emergence of Robertson's been helpful. So I think they'll be be hanging around there. Winnipeg, there's a lot of questions in Winnipeg. They They have a good team. They strip Blake Wheeler of the captaincy, so I don't know how that's going to make the team go. Like the morale? Yeah, I don't know how the morale is going to work out, so we'll see. Now, why did they strip him of the captaincy? Maybe they're looking to do a new regime there. I don't know. I okay. I probably should have looked more into this, but 
I mean, keeping up with every single thing that's going on in the league is tough. Well, if we were doing this on like a, you know, a, a daily basis, we could probably talk each day about, you know, each of the conferences and be able to, or divisions to break them down more. I'm, I'm trying to shove all of this into a nice little hour, package. hour and a half package. <laughs> and I still have football to talk about. So yeah. And every time, like, if you think about it, we do a show every week. It's like keeping up with it would be really oh, tough. It would be ridiculous. Yes. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure the listeners wouldn't mind hearing us talk about hockey every single week, but no, but I don't, at the same time, I don't want to, obviously we both don't want to make this just a sports channel. It's a little bit of everything. Yeah. So we want to be able to toss, you know, just you fun mad libs or <laughs> nonsense your way and kind of break away from the sports, which is why I waited five weeks to talk about football. Yeah. Get a better, you know, maybe in the NHL season, you wait a couple months, like two months or whatever, and be like, Hey, here we are two months, 20, plus games in here's how everything's kind of shaken down i'm not going to talk about the first like two weeks of the season because it's it's so new yeah i mean throwing out the predictions right now i think is good other than that i think like within the next month month and a half we'll touch up on it again um chicago and seventh in the central chicago's rebuilding uh there's a lot of talk that kane and taze are going to be shipped out at the trade deadline Uh i don't know where they're going to go because they both carry no movement or no trade clauses and they both are making ten and a half or whatever million dollars. So Chicago's going to have to eat a lot of salary cap to probably trade these players. Yeah. Um, Kane is still a top ten player in the league. Taze not so much, but Taze for teams. Um, let's see, a team like uh, Colorado, like Taze could be on a Colorado second line center, defensive guy, playoff yeah. guy. Well, and the thing is with that is that. Why? Why would they want to ship him? Ship somebody like that off if you have a player that's really good? Because Taze and Kane are getting older, and Chicago needs to get whatever they can get for them now. Here's my question: Why would you trade away Alex DeBrincat, who's a young forty goal scorer or whatever it was for you for like the last couple of years, forty or fifty goal scorer, who's like in his mid twenties, but you keep Tane and Tane, eh, Tane, yeah, Kane and Taze, who are both in their thirties. Yeah. Who are kind of on the backside of their careers? Why would you not want to build around Alex DeBrincat? They also got rid of Kirby Doc. Why would you not want to build around him? You got rid of two young players for, yeah, an okay draft haul, but there's no guarantee the draft picks are going to be good. What are you going to get for Kane? What are you going to get for Taze? You're probably yeah. going to get more for Kane than you are for Taze, but it depends on what the asking price is. I mean, I wonder also if it has anything to do with maybe like pride, you know, like. Uh, well, if it's a pride thing, at least from the from those two's perspective, Tane, uh, to my God, Kane and Taze, <laughs> I'm putting their names together. It's the fifth time I've done it. Kane, all right, Patrick and Jonathan. There we uh, go. Patrick and Jonathan. Patty and Jonathan. Okay, jeez, Louise. <laughs> you know, we've been having one of those days. Your superpower, Tane. Tane. <laughs> Jesus, the ability to score goals and back check all at the same time. Um. If it's a pride thing, neither one of them want to be on a losing team. They want to get back to the playoffs. I heard Kane in an interview before the game started yes, uh, Wednesday night against Colorado where he thinks that they, you know, they chip away, they might be able to get back there. I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to be at the bottom of the barrel, unfortunately. Yeah. And unfortunately, just below them is Arizona, and Arizona is kind of in the going for Connor Bedard pick. Now, that would be a big thing for Chicago. If Chicago could be bad enough where they got Connor Bedard, who's supposed to be a generational talent a la... Uh, uh, a, a a Crosby or a McDavid. This oh, kid's that, that this, big, huh? Oh yeah, this kid's. You go watch his stat, his highlights. He's ridiculous. He makes it look so easy. Going 
Like full speed down the ice between his legs and then like behind his back. Like it's ridiculous. But I will say this in in the the grand scheme of things that people say that uh, people are going to be generational talents or amazing. I'm I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. I'll bet a one chip challenge on him being a generational talent. I mean, I'm not doing a one chip challenge. So I'm just telling you. Go watch his highlights. He is the consensus number one pick. There has not been this much hype around a draft pick since Connor McDavid. Wow. Okay. What's they, his name again? Connor Bedard. Connor Bedard. Yes. B E D A R D. Connor Bedard. He plays for the Regina Pats in the WHL. I okay. Believe. I think it's the WHL. Yeah. See the WHL, Bedard. the OHL. I'm pretty sure it's a WHL though. Okay. I'll have to go watch his highlights. I, I haven't heard of him. I'll show you some highlights before I go today. He is nasty. Oh, okay. He is nasty. I'm sure I've showed you a highlight of two before. You'd be like, oh, this kid's sick. And it's not just like, oh, well, you know, yeah, he's doing this against, you know, other kids his age, and it's a man among amongst boys. He's going to transfer this to the NHL, and he's going to be – it might take him a year or two to get settled in. He's going to make a big impact on whatever team gets him. Oh, okay. Hopefully, for his sake, he doesn't go to Arizona because <laughs> – He'll be playing in a smaller arena than he probably is now. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, to the Pacific Division, I got Calgary in first. And that may sound crazy, but, you know, yeah, Calgary lost, you know, um, Matthew Kachuk. They also gained Nazem Kadri, Jonathan Huberdeau, and Mackenzie Weger. It's a pretty good three for one. So. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely going to be up there. They'll have Markstrom in net. I think Calgary is. I think they, people said Calgary is a better team this year than they were last year. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, without a doubt. So Edmonton will be there because McDavid and Dreisaitl are going to will them there and because there are are too many not so, I won't say bad, but they're not so great teams (laughs) Yeah, in the Pacific. I have LA in third. Uh, I'm not convinced just yet. The the Pacific Division, I outside of Calgary and Edmonton, I had a lot of time struggling with because between LA in third, Vegas in fourth, and Vancouver fifth, any one of those three teams could make it. I only think one. I only think three teams make it out of the Pacific. I don't think there's a wild card team. Yeah, I think St. Louis and Dallas, like I said, are my wild cards in the Central. Um, Vegas. The issue I'm not so high on Vegas is with they don't have goaltending. Logan yeah. Thompson, I believe, is their starting goaltender. If they had Laner, absolutely they'd be top three. But they don't have Laner. Laner's out for the season. So unless they go and get a goaltender, but guess what? They don't have any salary cap because if they did, they wouldn't have traded Max Patch already. That is true, yeah. So, but I mean, it, it, yeah, goaltending is only one aspect, you know. I mean, it's an important aspect, but it's one It's aspect. a very important aspect because if you can't keep the puck out of the net, it's what's going to be Toronto's problem this year between Matt Murray and Ilya Samsonov. If you can't keep the puck out of the net, you're going to expect your offense to score six, seven goals a night. It's not going to happen not going to happen yeah or you're going to overpay for a goaltender in a panic mode in in a trade at the trade deadline or what have you true yeah so i have la in third i think la i don't think last year was a fluke i think they'll make it in i don't think they're going to get very far in the playoffs like they did like last year but i think they'll make it in i do have vegas in fourth i have vancouver in fifth again do if any one of those Three teams switched to third. I wouldn't be surprised. Vancouver has a pretty good team. It's a younger team, but they could do it. Uh, Vegas could squeak in. They, I mean, they have Phil Kessel, and that's they didn't really add a lot, though. I mean, they lost Pacioretty and added Kessel. I mean, I guess it's a trade-off a bit. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Anaheim sixth. Anaheim could make some noise. 
if Gibson gets back to being the John Gibson of before, where he was just a flat out beast in net, I think I think Arizona, uh, Anaheim could make some noise, and Anaheim could sneak in somewhere as a as a playoff team. Mm-hmm. They are definitely going to be a fun team to watch. I watched them last night; they were very fun. Okay. Uh, Seattle, I have in seventh, and I have San Jose in eighth. Seattle's gotten a little bit better. I don't think they're going to finish in last, and it's going to take them a couple more years to get better and kind of get into the playoff hunt. And San Jose, I think, is finally starting to embrace embrace the rebuild. Yeah, which takes time. But that also begs the question, if you were embracing the rebuild, why did you re-sign Thomas Hurdle to such a lucrative contract? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I know your Central and your West is or Pacific's pretty much the same. Yeah, I mean, I switched maybe one, I think, in the Pacific. I think our Central is the same. Yeah. And our Pacific, I think I... You flip-flop Vegas and L.A., but you have L.A. with the wild card spot. Yes, yeah. Okay. All right. Where are we at for time, man? Uh... About 40 minutes. Oh, shit. Okay, then. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, so we're going to run through Stanley Cup predictions real quickly. Um, now, ultimately, at the end of the day, this is a bit of a ride-or-die season for the Bruins. This is you know one last ride. I don't think Bergeron has a lot of years left in him, and neither does Krejci. I think this might be one last run for the group. Um, so my heart is telling me the Bruins are going to win the Stanley Cup this year. Oh yeah. Um, but my head is saying otherwise. So, I mean, and, and it's not to say that we like, you know, I think we're in the, along the lines that it's not out of the realm of possibility. It is not. It's not completely preposterous. No, 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 no. But if I'm being realistic with myself, um, this is this is what I have. Uh, I have Tampa Bay versus Ottawa in the first round. I have Tampa Bay in five. I think Ottawa makes an appearance, but I think Tampa Bay just dispatches of them very quickly. Toronto and Boston. Until Toronto can get out of the second round, I'm picking Boston in seven. I say Toronto gets done dirty again by Boston, and Boston wins in Toronto, too, to make it even worse. Mm. Uh, Rangers, Washington, I have uh, Rangers in six. And Carolina, Pittsburgh, I have Carolina in seven. In the second round, I'd have Tampa Bay, Boston, Tampa Bay in six. That's my head. If it's the second round for me, it's Tampa Bay, Boston, it's Boston in seven. But I but I officially do have Tampa Bay in six. Rangers, Carolina, I have Carolina in seven. If I was picking it the other way, I would probably do Boston and the Rangers in the second round. I'd prefer to see Rangers over Carolina. I think it'd be a better TV matchup as far as like, you know, the Boston sports market, the New York sports market in the conference finals. That'd be original six. That's good TV for, for TNT. Yeah. <laughs> um, but and then I'd have Boston winning over in my in my heart one. I'd have Boston beating the Rangers in six. In the head one though, I have uh, Tampa Bay beating Carolina in seven. I'm sorry, Carolina beating Tampa in seven. I think uh, I think the Hurricanes find a way to get past the Lightning um, to go to the finals. Uh, in the West, I've got Colorado and Dallas. I've got Colorado in five. Uh, Nashville, Minnesota, Nashville in six. Calgary, St. Louis, Calgary in seven. Edmonton and LA, Edmonton in six. Uh, Colorado, Nashville, Colorado in six. Calgary, Edmonton, Edmonton in seven in a battle of Alberta. They get revenge from last year. Um, actually, no, I take that back. Edmonton did make it last year, didn't they? So don't get revenge. They just keep going. Because Calgary lost last year to Edmonton and Calgary. Because Edmonton played uh, Colorado in the finals and then in the conference finals. And Colorado was like, get, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm not dealing with you right now. Yeah. Uh, Colorado, Edmonton. I have Colorado in six. 
And that leads to the Stanley Cup Finals. I have Colorado and Carolina, and I have Colorado winning in six. Mm, nice. You, what do you have? So I have uh, Toronto versus Washington, um, and that's uh, Toronto in six. Um, Boston versus Tampa Bay. I think Boston uh, Boston's going to edge out Tampa Bay in seven. Um, Carolina versus Florida. Um, I think Carolina is going to win in six. Uh, Pittsburgh versus uh, the Rangers. I think it's going to be. Um, is that Rangers that you write down? Did I write? Yeah. Okay, Rangers and uh, five and five. Yeah. Okay. Um, <coughs> Toronto versus Boston um, in the second round. I think that. Uh, I think that Toronto is going to edge out Boston, but I want to say that I'll say this much for you on this prediction, right? If Toronto gets out of the first round and beats Washington in six games and exercises those first-round demons, the sky's the limit for the Leafs from there. Because now they're like, hey, hey, this is all new territory for us. Yeah. And do, you, do you know now that since Zanino Chara is retired, um, happy retirement, by the way, Zanino Chara. Yeah. Um, now that Chara is retired, there is no active player in the league that has played a Leafs team that made the second round. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Marlowe's retired, and currently Thornton's not in the playoffs. I mean, yeah. not in the league. Yeah, I would love to see Boston bring Thornton back for like a cheap deal and just let Thornton go on a run with the odd oh, trade. Yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that I, in the long – in my head says that Toronto is going to edge out Boston if that's the case. But, you know, I'd love to see Boston keep going. But, of course, of course. Um, and then uh, – And don't lose the Toronto of all teams. Good Lord. Yeah, oh. yeah. I'll never get the end of it from Leafs fans. They're insufferable on Twitter. Oh, I know. Yeah, they oh. can be rough sometimes. Oh, they're brutal. <laughs> um, and then I have uh, Carolina versus the Rangers, and I have Carolina in six. And then in the um, conference finals, I have um, Carolina versus Toronto. I think Toronto's going to edge out Carolina in seven. And then in um, the West, I got uh, Colorado versus the Kings. Um, I think Colorado is just going to run roughshod on that. Um, <laughs> and then Colorado's going to win in five. Um, Nashville versus Minnesota. Um, I have Nashville in seven. Um, Calgary versus the uh, St. Louis Blues. I have uh, St. Louis in six. Edmonton versus Vegas. Um, I have Vegas in seven. Um, and then in the second round, Colorado versus Nashville. I think Colorado is going to go in six. Um, and then St. Louis versus Vegas. I think uh, St. Louis is going to edge out Vegas in seven. And then for that, um, the finals, I have uh, Colorado versus St. Louis. Colorado is going to win in six. And then for the uh, Stanley Cup finals, I have Colorado versus Toronto. I think Colorado is going to edge out Toronto in, in uh, seven. Fantastic. So we both have Colorado winning. Yes. I think I think they're going to be a, a repeat team. No reason for why they shouldn't be. There's, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a couple of teams in the West that can give them a bit of a fight and you know, at Edmonton or a Calgary could definitely, you know, sneak their way in and Yeah, and it's it and it's like that whole idea of what if, you know. I mean oh. there there's a bunch of what ifs in the league, but for the most part, Colorado is just ran rough shot. Da- my daughter learned this from Sesame Street. I wonder what if. Let's try. <laughs> there you go. By the way, I didn't mention this last week and I didn't post it anywhere. A special post birthday shout out. To my little man, Oliver, who turned four on the 11th. I yes. meant to say it last week's show, and I'm going to say it now. Happy birthday, little man. Happy birthday, bud. Yeah. Day loves you. By the way, loves the puzzle you got him. Oh, yeah? Loves it. Really? Played with it a whole bunch. Loves it to death. 
I'm glad. And stole uh, his sister's doll a few times <laughs> to put the shoes on. Oliver, no, that's mine. I'm like, just just let him play. He doesn't know what he's doing. Just let him play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm find, glad they find, liked it. Find another toy. Go play with his puzzle. Do something. <laughs> so. I'm glad he liked the puzzle. So, all right. So, for those of you who have stuck around through the NHL stuff to get to the NFL stuff, thank you and welcome. It's especially you, Colin, because I know you're more interested in the NFL stuff than the NHL stuff. Oh, also, a shout out to um, Colin's girl. Hi, oh. Laura. Hi. Also, a shout out to our German listener who's listened consecutively four weeks in a row. Thank you. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know any German. Um, I'll learn some, though. At least just like, thank you. Danke. Danke. Danke, Shane. Isn't that German? I don't know. Danke, Shane. I, I don't know a single lick of German. You know, I, you know Du Hast. I've, well, yeah, because it's part <laughs> of a song. By Rammstein. <laughs> uh, I... I Anyway, hi, Laura. Thanks for listening to yeah. our show. We appreciate it. Um, Okay, so let's run through the AFC real quick and the NFC, and let's see how things go. I'm not going to go too crazy with this. I'm just going to try to boom, boom, boom real quick. What are we at? Uh, about an hour? About uh, 50 minutes. Okay, so we'll run through this real quickly. We don't try to make this too long of a show. We'll try to go for like 90 minutes or something. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see, wherever it goes um, to. So let's go to the AFC East first as, you know. That's where our beloved Patriots are playing. Are you going to the game this week, by the way? You coming to the game today? What, on Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to, I'll be there. Okay. Um, there might be a special guest there. We'll see. Chef's going to be at work, so. There might be a special guest there. We'll see. Oh, the same special guest that came to the baseball game? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> depends on, she said it depends on uh, what's going on with her, so we'll see. Fair enough. Um. So the Buffalo Bills, killing it. Four and one. Playing fantastic. I expect them to be at the top of the division the entire season. I don't expect anything to happen otherwise. Fair enough. The Jets and the Dolphins, three and two, the surprise teams of the AFC East. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that the Dolphins beat the Bills baffles me because they didn't beat them by much. The Bills could have potentially won that game if their uh, Isaiah McKenzie could have gotten out of bounds and had a chance to kick a field goal. But they didn't. They lost. And then you watch the Jets. And they put up 40 points on the Dolphins. Now, yes, I know the Dolphins don't have Tua Tagovailoa. And it's unfortunate. And I heard Tua's throwing. If I was Tua, I wouldn't bother coming back. Because the concussion protocol and whatever happened, he had two injuries, head trauma injuries, in less than a week. And that's... They need to give him a break. You need to give him a break. Let him just... Listen... I get it. You want to be competitive, but at the same time, you got to think about player health. And if you've noticed since that injury, any other concussions that happen to any other players, case in point, New England's Brian Hoyer, nope, out immediately. Don't care. And there's a yeah. there is a time where, and I know they have a new coach, and he does seem like he's going to be a good coach for Miami. Um, you got to protect the player from himself. And if Tua says, I want to play, no, I'm sorry. For the benefit of your health and for the benefit of you, I cannot allow you to play. Yeah, because you could see clearly that he wasn't doing well when he came back out. No, he was stumbling. Yeah, like that. Yeah, as soon as you see that, they should have pulled him off. Say, hey, no, come on. Come there on. have been times where you're about to be in the middle of a play, and a spotter will call down to the field and stop the play before it happens. And there's whistles, and you're like, "What happened?" And they're like, "Uh, safety spotter for a head comma. Uh, take this guy out of the game." Yeah. So. And the fact that they were trying to say it was a back injury, I don't know. I'm not getting into that can of worms. I'm just going over over numbers right now. So okay. Buffalo's at four and one. The Jets are surprised at three and two. Will it be able to be sustained success? We'll see. 
I don't know. Every time I'd say that the Jets are going to be good and they're going to beat the Patriots, they always fail. <laughs> so until they beat the Patriots, I don't have any. I mean, good for the Jets. I'm glad they're actually playing good. That franchise has suffered for a very long time. Yeah. So hopefully they can kind of, you know, be competitive. Same with Miami, although Miami can rot. I don't really care about Miami. <laughs> no disrespect. I'm sorry if you're a Miami Dolphins fan. I'm sorry, but just I just eh, yeah. eh. <laughs> And then New England's at two and three. New England shouldn't be at two and three. They probably had a chance to beat Green Bay, but Zappy got the chains put on them, and they wouldn't let him kind of really just play. Um, there is talk of a quarterback controversy. I don't know how I feel about that. What's that? The quarterback controversy, because they're saying as soon as Max healthy, Max should automatically go back in and Zappy will be his backup. And then there are other people that are like, no, I've got Zappy fever and I want Zappy to play. And Oh, a lot of people are saying that. Yeah, I've heard I know. That. But I mean, Mac didn't look great to start off the year. And I know Zappy's only playing with like a small playbook and he's doing pretty well and he's being efficient. The defense is playing well. That's the biggest piece. The defense is playing well. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you got to get through these, you know, these next run of games. I mean, you've got, you should be able to beat Cleveland this weekend, even though it's a road game. Then you're playing the Bears at home on Monday night. You should be able to beat the Bears on Monday night. Then you're playing the Jets, I believe, on the road. I mean, at that point, you're five and three if you can get through those three games, and you're right in the middle of the AFC picture because everyone, like I said to you before, is just meh. It's Buffalo and Kansas City at the top, and everybody else is just meh. Yeah, yeah. So. I have high hopes for New England. I think they are a 10-win team. Will they get there? The back half of their schedule is going to dictate that. So they got to win the games that are winnable now because I think when they play the last part of their schedule, they're probably only going to win half of those games. Yeah. So be dominant now and then, right. you know. Right. You got It's the same thing with the Bruins. You got to come out of the gates firing because there's going to be a spell where you are going to be bad, but as long as you've stayed afloat before you know the, the big help arrives, you'll be okay. Exactly. Uh, in the AFC North, you've got the three and two Baltimore Ravens, the two and three Cleveland Browns, two and three Cincinnati Bengals, the one and four Steelers. Uh, Steelers have not looked great. Mm. They have been very poor without the uh, assistance of TJ Watt on defense. It's pretty much you know if TJ Watt's not there, they don't do anything. I don't know why that is. They have Kenny Pickett in as their quarterback now. Mm. It's going to take some time. It looks like I don't think they must be. It might be the one of the few years that Pittsburgh has a losing record. It does not happen often. Yeah, and and also going back to everything that we were talking about before, this is still early in the season. I know, but you're five weeks in, so you're already, what, uh, a third of the way through the season? Because they only play 17 games. You're a third of the way through the year. Yeah. It, you, you, you know, you're, you're not in a bad, bad spot. I mean, if we look right now, like, the wild card numbers right now, so the what, it would be the... Three teams, there's three teams that come out of the wild card down. They're all three and two. You're down here in last place at one and four. Yeah. After you started the year at one and oh, like that's not great. Yeah. Yeah. And that's going to be the big, biggest dictator, I think, is that if obviously if they could get their head out of their ass and push forward, then I mean, maybe they, but... they, they beat Cincinnati in a, in a game they probably shouldn't have won anyway because it was a back and forth game. They, they played good defense. Cincinnati was able to stay afloat. And it went back and forth, and over time they won. They lost New England in a close one. They got beat by Cleveland. They lost in a game to the Jets. They probably shouldn't have lost. And they got smoked by Buffalo. Now mm-hmm. they're playing Tampa Bay this week. Then they got to play Miami. Then they got to play Philadelphia. That's going to be a tough. Like, and I mean, their back half of their schedule is pretty. It's it's squishy. You could do something with it. I mean, Pittsburgh's got what well after the back half of their bye week? New Orleans, Cincinnati at home, at Indy, at Atlanta. 
versus Baltimore at Carolina versus Vegas at Baltimore and versus Cleveland. Most of those games should be winnable games. Will they be winnable games? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But um, Cincinnati and Cleveland are just kind of, you know, I'll be interested to see what kind of a team Cleveland is once Deshaun uh, Watson gets in there and he takes over for Jacoby Brissett. We'll see what kind of a team Cleveland is. They're not too bad, but uh, I think either Baltimore or Cincinnati ultimately will probably win that division. Baltimore's actually, excuse me, skated by with a couple of wins that they probably didn't deserve and a couple of losses that they probably didn't deserve. So yeah. that team could easily be 5-0 and or 2-3 and or 3. Like I said, the league has been very weird this year. Yeah, yeah I've noticed. Uh, AFC South, Tennessee currently rides a 3-2 and record into first place. You've got Indianapolis at two two and one, Jacksonville at two three and two and three, and in Houston at one three and one. Uh, it's it's basically I feel like Tennessee's division to lose because Indianapolis hasn't been consistent enough, and if Jonathan Taylor is going to be out for a long period of time, and Matt, that's it, not going to be good. And Matt Ryan looks like he aged ten years in a season. <laughs> I don't know what's up with Matt Ryan. I know there's injuries, but dude, you look horrible. He does. He does. He looks terrible. He looks like a shell of the guy that he was in Atlanta, and it wasn't that much to begin with. I mean, the year that they played the Patriots in the Super Bowl, he was league MVP. So what were his, were his injuries? Who? Matt Ryan? Yeah. He didn't really have injuries. He just doesn't... He's not playing the way that he normally would play. He's supposed to have one of the better offensive lines in the league in front of him. He doesn't have great receivers, but I'll tell you this, as far as I remember watching him in Atlanta, I mean, he had maybe one or two occasionally, but... You didn't have a superstar group with you. Mm. So what's up? Yeah. Hmm. Jacksonville and Houston, I mean, they're nice stories. Jacksonville's getting a lot better. Houston's got a lot of issues going on, so I don't expect Houston to be great. But uh and then of course that leads us to the uh the AFC West. Uh Kansas City at four and one. Some of those victories I would say they maybe again, I wouldn't say lucked into, but things went their way. Yeah. <laughs> And the fact that their only loss came to Indianapolis is baffling to me. That's what I'm saying. Kansas City's only loss came to Indianapolis. Buffalo's only loss came to Miami. And it's weird. Yeah, weird. exactly. And, and teams like Indianapolis who get shut out by Jacksonville and then Miami gets blown out, like give up 40 points to the Jets. Like it's just yeah. it's any given Sunday. It's like last year. We were like, oh, yeah, Buffalo's going to roll over Jacksonville. Oh, they beat them nine to six. Who saw that coming? So LA Chargers at three and two. Uh, two and three for Denver, one and four for Vegas. I'm surprised Vegas is playing, not playing as bad, but ha- is is at that particular record. I thought Vegas would be a little bit better. Mm, yeah. Unfortunate losses and come from behind victories for other teams, and that's what will do it to you. Denver, I'm not even going to say the Broncos thing because it's, um no. Russell Wilson's <laughs> got his own, his own issues going on. A lot of people think that he might be the most hated teammate in the league because he thinks that he's better than he really is. And maybe Seattle saw the writing on the wall with them and milked them for all he was worth and shipped them off <laughs> and got a nice package for him too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Denver has not been a great team. And for those of you who watched the Thursday night game last week or whatever, or two weeks ago against Indy, it was a horror show. And mm. the uh, Washington Chicago game that's played is probably going to be in the same realm. Hopefully I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm going to be. Okay. Um, and the Chargers, the Chargers should be there. The Chargers will be in a dogfight for a playoff spot all year. Will they win the West? It depends on if they can, you know, keep pace with Kansas City. Um, but right now in the AFC, as far as it would go, I would say Kansas City and Buffalo are the favorites. By the way, they play each other this weekend. 
that it'll oh. be a nationally televised game on Sunday. I will definitely be watching that game because it's. I think it's the four o'clock game too. I, oh, think, nice. it's, I think it's on after uh, the Pats game is. Let me see. The uh, Pats at one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Four twenty-five Bills and Chiefs. It's it's basically like there are other games being played, but everyone is going to be watching that game because that's the big game this weekend. Oh yeah, it's yeah. the rematch from the AFC Championship game. It's in Kansas City. I think should Buffalo, be a good game. Buffalo will have a lot to prove if Buffalo is able to put up a forty-plus spot on Kansas City and just blow them out. I think we'll know who's going to be making it who in. the lead dog of that pack is. Yeah, yeah. Of course, that doesn't mean anything when the playoffs come up, but it'll be <laughs> a good. It's a good indication of where those two teams are. Okay. Uh, over the NFC, Eagles five and zero right now by hook or crook. The Eagles are five and zero, and they're the only undefeated team left, and they put themselves in a very good spot to start the year. Yeah, as have they see the Dallas Cowboys and. To the New York Giants? <laughs> Am what I, world are we living in? The Eagles are 5-0 and and the Cowboys and the Giants are 4-1. and Are the Giants good? <laughs> or have they just kind of lucked into these victories? I mean, they, they snuck a victory away from Tennessee. They beat a bad Carolina team. They did lose to Dallas, which will hurt them in the standings. They beat Chicago, and then they did something New England couldn't do. They beat Green Bay. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, if they can stay afloat, there's no reason for why the Giants couldn't potentially make a playoff run. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I honestly think when I was watching the game the other day, you know, it's it's nice to see that Saquon Barkley is not hurt anymore. In the past <laughs> two seasons, he played like two games you and he's been hurt. say Saquon Barkley. <laughs> I, I like the name. I like his name. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Saquon Barkley. Yeah. No, it was, it was good to see him playing well, you know? Well, the most Boston name of them all would be if Boston could get Philadelphia's goaltender, because then you'd have Kata Hot. Kata Hot. <laughs> Why don't we have Sway in that? We got this fucking Kata Hot in that. What the fuck's going on here, kid? <laughs> Shut your mouth. Um, Dallas... Talk about quarterback controversies. Dallas has a quarterback controversy, I think. Cooper Rush is, I believe, now 5-0, and going back to last season in the NFL. He's not playing, you know, amazing, but he's doing what needs to be done. The defense is playing out of their mind in Dallas. So, and they play the Eagles. That's another big game this week. Dallas is playing Philadelphia, and that game is at... Oh, that's the night game. So, what a weekend of football we've got. You've got Patriots and Browns, obviously, we're going to watch because it's our team. Yeah. you got 425 game Bills and Chiefs, which is going to be amazing. Yeah. That transitions into Sunday night's 4-1 and Cowboys, 5-0 and Eagles. And then you got the Cardinals and the, and the, the Chargers and the Broncos. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, that, that the second half of games on Sunday are going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. And I'm not even going to get into college football because there's like three or four big college football games. Go Blue, Michigan. Hail, hail. <laughs> they play Penn yeah. State. In the- Can't talk about college football. I have no idea. Michigan's doing the maze out this weekend. The what? The maze out because their colors are maize and blue. Oh, okay. So the whole stadium is going to be maize. They're going to have maize pom-poms. It's going to be fucking awesome. Nice. We will beat the Nittany Lions. Okay. I know. You'll watch on Saturday. I'll come over with my Michigan stuff and I'll be like, Rah! <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Washington's just obviously in a rebuild. They're not a great team. Their coach, I guess, the other day was asked, like, what's the difference between how their record are compared to the other teams in the division? He said quarterback. And people were like, well, didn't you pick the quarterback? And he was like, yeah. (laughs) 
You can't shit <laughs> like, on your quarterback if you fucking picked him. Like, yeah, it's like getting your hand uh, caught in the cookie jar sort of thing. What are you like, doing? Nothing. nothing. What is that? Mm-hmm. Cookie. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, in the, a- in the NFC North, Minnesota at four and one. I'm not surprised by it. I mean, there might be some games that are kind of back and forth, but you know, I, I think Minnesota obviously had it. I they probably were the favorite going in to win the North anyway. So I'm not surprised that they're at the top there. And they're also 3-0 in their division, so that helps as well. Yeah. Who's Minnesota's one loss to, though? Philadelphia. That makes sense. That wasn't huh. Monday Night Football. I don't yeah. know. Green Bay at 3-2. and two. Green Bay shouldn't be 3-2. and two. Green Bay should be 2-3 and because they should have lost New England. They're lucky they're not 2-3. and three. Yeah. But Green Bay has got a lot of problems to solve real quick because life's going to come at you fast. and Yeah. You don't want to be... You want to be like in a good spot where you know you're going to make the playoffs. You don't want to be kind of like, mm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I mean, you know, they lost to Minnesota. They beat Chicago. They squeaked out a victory against Tampa. Tampa Bay could have easily won that game. And same with New England. So I mean, you're potentially looking at like a one and four, you know, Green Bay team. Yeah. Like, I mean, the back half of their schedule as I'm looking at it right now isn't too too bad, but again. Any given Sunday, yeah. Uh, Chicago at two and three. Hmm. It's it's about where there should be at one and four with Detroit. I'm kind of surprised by that, but again, you can't be the highest scoring offense, but then also give up the most points in the league because if you run into a defensive team, mainly, and I'm not saying it's just New England, but if you run into a New England team who shuts you out, yeah. And I know that you didn't have, you know, Swift and stuff, but you did have some of your other players. And yes, they were hurt, but your coach went for on all your fourth on all your down fourth downs. You went zero for six. You didn't once try to use your kicker, try to at least get a field goal. Guess yeah. what? If you miss the field goal, you're not in any worse position than you were before because the ball would still be at the same mark even if you didn't get the down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they should have taken those chances at least to get some points on the board, and it. I mean, that's the one thing we always say. I don't care if you beat me eight to nothing, as long as I get the one goal and I lose eight to one. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, don't at least care. at least make it respectable. Like you know, just hey, listen, you can score eight and snowman me as long as I get one. <laughs> and you didn't shut me out. <laughs> that's the biggest thing now. It's no more like you can. It's like the two big ones now would be getting double digit goals or shutting somebody out. Yeah, even if it's a one nothing shutout, you still got shut out. Yeah, so, you didn't get anything on the board. I, that that can be a big morale. Uh, to, I'll have to yeah. let you know how Shell is. It's oh yeah. If I would have paid the extra money for it, I could have been playing it now because you got three days early access. But I was like, I'm not going to pay a hundred dollars for three days early access. I'll just wait till Friday when it comes, and I'll. I already have it pre ordered, as you saw. I just got to download it, and I'll be good to go. Nice. So yeah, um. I'll be interested to see what kind of Chicago team shows up to Gillette in a couple weeks' time when they play Monday Night Football. I think the Pats will win that game, but I think the Bears will give us a game for sure. Yeah. Shout out to Andrew, who's our buddy, who's a Bears fan. Yeah. Uh, the South, Tampa Bay at 3-2. and two. I mean, that division's crazy. 3-2 and two, Tampa Bay, New Orleans and Atlanta are 2-3, and three, Carolina's 1-4. Carolina's a hot mess. They just fired their coach. Oh, Baker yeah, Mayfield's going to be out for a bit. Atlanta at two and three, you could argue Atlanta should be better. They kind of got hosed in that Tampa Bay call, the game with the terrible uh, roughing the passer call that was called on them. Um, they only lost to New Orleans by a point. They only lost to the Rams by a little bit, and I believe a game they were winning. 
So the Falcons, they could be undefeated right now. They're not, but they're playing a lot better than I think people gave them credit for. Yeah. And New Orleans is kind of just in the middle. I don't know. Uh, they're doing all right. They need Kamara to get back and get healthy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like I said, it's kind of just wide open this year. And then you got San Francisco at three and two leading the West. And then you've got the Rams, the Cardinals, and the Seahawks all at two and three. What the Rams are doing at two and three, I have no idea. They got blown out by Buffalo. They got beat by Dallas. They got blown out by San Francisco. All they've beaten is Atlanta and Arizona. That's not impressive. That's not impressive. And I'm guessing they'll probably beat Carolina this weekend at home. And then you've got, I mean, look at the back half of their schedule after their, uh, their bye week. You've got versus San Francisco at Tampa versus Arizona at New Orleans at Kansas City versus Seattle versus Vegas at Tampa versus Denver at the Chargers at Seattle. Hmm. I would like to say they're probably going to get double digit wins, but they got to. Matthew Stafford's thing is you got to stop just throwing the ball to Cooper Cup because they know you're going to throw it to him. Yeah. I've there are that. other receivers on your team. Throw them the ball if they're open. <laughs> I feel like someone could be wide open. He's like, I got to throw it to Cooper Cup. Yeah. And that's the problem is like they, they start planning for that. You got to throw them off their game. Seattle, I mean, Seattle's kind of where I thought they'd be at. And same with Arizona. And Arizona might get a little bit better once they get DeAndre Hopkins back from suspension. He should be back, I think, next week or this week. This week or next week, I think he should be back from his suspension. So, What was he suspended for again? I think it's PEDs. Oh, performance enhancing. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Some, something, to, something to that effect, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, that's basically the NFC, the, the a, a, NFC and AFC for the first five weeks. I mean, if the season ended today, uh, Buffalo and Kansas City, Tennessee, Baltimore, Jets, Miami, and LA Chargers would all be in the playoffs. Yeah. But again, you know, you've got the Jets, Dolphins, and Chargers at three and two. And then you've got from number four all the way down to number nine, they're all two and three, except for Indy, who's two, two, and one. So there's, I mean, and teams like Houston, Vegas, and Pittsburgh are kind of putting themselves out of it early. Yeah. But in the same thing in the NFC, I mean, Green Bay is at three and two. Green Bay would get the last wild card spot right now, and the Rams would miss the playoffs if the season stopped today. Philadelphia, yeah. Minnesota, Tampa, San Francisco, Dallas, Giants, and Packers would make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, there should be a good next few weeks coming up for, uh, for football, I'm obviously looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe in in another like month, touch up on. Yeah, we'll probably get to like um, week ten or so because we did week five and week ten will be actually that would be perfect because that's week ten is the Patriots' bye week. Oh, okay. So and that'll be that'll be around the time of Thanksgiving. So you know we could do it around that time. Yeah. I don't know if I have anything else to touch on. I mean. Like I said, there are some big college football games this weekend. Mainly the biggest two, I would say, would be uh, Penn State going into Ann Arbor to play the Michigan Wolverines. Both teams are undefeated. Penn State's 5-0, and Michigan's 6-0, and oh, 10 okay. versus 5. That's a pretty big game. The other big game this weekend, number 3, Alabama at 6-0, and going to number 5, Tennessee, who's 5-0. and I'm sorry, number 6, Tennessee, who's 5-0. and So your noon game, that's another thing we'll be doing. We'll be watching the, the noon game between Michigan and Penn State. And then at 3.30, you've got Alabama-Tennessee. There are a couple other games that are, you know, top 25 matchups. But as far as big games, those are the two big ones. I guess Oklahoma-TCU is a big game too, but it's not It's not the third Saturday in October like Alabama and Tennessee is. Yeah. That's yeah. SEC football. Huh. So. Okay. 
You'll have a busy sports weekend. Don't worry. Oh uh, yeah. We'll have college football. We've got hockey. We've got NFL football. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be filled. It's gonna be great. Hey, I'm excited. I like sports. Give you something to do. Yeah. And we won't get upset because we won't be playing each other in video games. <laughs> yeah. Give our, give our brains a break. Yeah, that's true. Alrighty. Um. So we are the Wicked Case Podcast. We are streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Deezer, Deezer, and wherever you can get all major podcasts, as well as the fine people over at YouTube, which is audio only. Video will be coming uh, sooner rather than later, hopefully. Eventually. We have some... We we almost were ready to go, and then uh, the, the the spare room we use at uh, Cool Kyle's house uh, is kind of full of shenanigans right now. <laughs> I'd call it shenanigans. It's, it's definitely shenanigans. But uh, the YouTube uh, videos drop at noon on Sunday, just like the podcast drop, again, where you can get all podcasts. Uh, if you want to give us a ring, let us know how we're doing. Give us some questions, comments, and concerns about the Wicked Case podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Dial the fa- the following number. That is 774-764-9074. And in case you didn't have your pen and paper ready to go, it is 774 764 nine zero seven four you can email us at the wicked ks at gmail.com you know send us some information send us some funny links you know we're we're always interested to hear what people say i mean we we want to get feedback we want to interact with everybody so yeah i think up. the more popular we get the more feedback we'll get exactly imagine where we would be like i said imagine if we were where we would be now if we would have done this when we got out of broadcasting school oh i know oh yeah. my god holy mama yeah we would have been we would have been cruising at this point we would have been huge yeah. well you know what like i said we didn't know at that point you nobody know nobody did and in, in fact there wasn't even a lot of podcasts at that point there exactly was... we would have been one of the first yeah and yeah. then we they would have found us it's a, yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, website, www.thewickedks.com. So you can find all of the uh, platform information, correct? Yep. Uh, socials, the Facebook, the Instagram, and the Twitter, at the Wicked KS. Uh, actually, at the Wicked KS. There's no .com. <laughs> <laughs> there is also a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the Wicked KS. Yeah, and on top of that, by the way, um, the other day I posted that picture of me with the 18-inch corndog to our Patreon oh, nice. specifically, so that way only our Patreon viewers who sign up will get to see me oh, nobbing down on an 18-inch corndog. If you want to see Kyle nobbing down on a corndog, <laughs> you know what to do. Hey, that might excite you, all right? Hey, I mean, if you want to see that for $3, I mean, that you could, you know. And there's going to be other content, too. I think I... if. When we start getting people signing up for it, I'll post more content. Um, as soon as I see one of you, the first, we don't have anybody on our Patreon right now. So if you want to be the first and get a, an exclusive shout out and see the 18 inch corn dog in my mouth or close to my mouth, then sign up. All right. We'll take care of you. And, and as a bonus, I might post the video of me suffering for five minutes. <laughs> With the one chip challenge? With the one chip challenge. <laughs> I think it would be a good idea. You're but... not going to see a lot of me because a lot of the time I was in the bathroom. Hawking up I was, loogies. Well, I wasn't hawking up loogies. I was just trying to get like water in my mouth without, but also not trying to like spit on the floor. <laughs> so, <laughs> not me. Sorry. Nope. Not going to do it. Little chip? Little tiny piece? I might try a tiny corner. I like might a bring them this weekend. If you do, I'll... Uh, I might bring them this weekend. And on top of that, if you can get 
some other people to oh, do it as well. Well, dad, my dad needs to kind of do redemption because he didn't do it the right way the first time. Let's see how brave he is when he does it the way you're supposed to do it. Yeah, with no water, no with nothing. No water, no beer, no chip, no not no. Just straight <laughs> chip. Then oh oh you're not the tough guy now are you because you didn't oh let me lick my lip no you lick your fingers after you take five separate pieces oh that's my trash. god I love you father that's trash <laughs> he has to have redemption oh he does need redemption I need redemption because I was not in the right mental frame of mind that was a yeah. bad doing it late at night like that was a bad idea and you didn't have any milk or any dairy I don't need milk and dairy I mean I do but I for I, when you finally decide to give in that's what you need. You need to have milk or dairy to help the capsaicin. Right. So I don't know where we're at for time. We are at an hour and 15. Okay, so that's not too, too bad. Yeah. No vault episode. That kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I got to go get an oil change. I was just going to do the say what category because that's exciting. Yeah, we'll do it next week. We were going to do 80s today, man. I was ready to do 80s 80s uh, 80s, uh, slang with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we'll get that done. We'll get it done. Oh, no, we could do. What's that? This TV doesn't work anymore, right? No, it does. We could cast the game on the TV here through Uzu, and then we'll just have it on mute and just have the game on, and we'll do some vault episodes on Saturday. We could do that. Yeah, because your wife won't be home. Shout out to Chef. Yeah. Uh, thanks for getting the new job. That's awesome. Good for you. Congratulations. <laughs> round of Congratulations. Round, round of applause to my wife. Got to work on uh, RevCav getting a uh, a full-time job again. Yeah. Got to do that soon. So yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Shout out to you know all of the uh, the countries that uh, listen. How many are there? There's twelve, right? There's twelve. Uh, thank you to the following countries that have listened to at least one episode of the Wiki Case podcast: Ireland, Canada, China, Luxembourg, Germany, Norway, Russian Federation, Mexico, Brazil, Australia, England, and the good old U.S. of A. And <laughs> special shout out to the states out there that have listened at least to one episode. And special shout out to the current listener we have from Germany, because right. every single week you've been listening in. I don't know what you find, you know, I'm glad you found us, though. Appealing about two Americans just talking about nonsense, but we appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you. Hey, I, fi- I found out that a lot of countries are actually re- very much into sp- the American sports and like NHL and all that, well, and NFL. It, it is a different kind of vibe, because, you know, you go over to, when I went over to the UK, you know, the... <laughs> The local team that they followed was this like very low level rugby team that was the Barrow uh, the Barrow FC Raiders. Yeah. And they weren't and I'm like, oh Christ, you guys only have like, you know, like they have like maybe like what, like their national team or whatever for cricket. They've got rugby and they've got like football or soccer. We've got baseball, basketball, football, hockey, there's NASCAR, there's horse racing, there's a whole bunch of shit. Like there's never a time when you're a sports fan, if you are a, a big sports fan, that there's not something going on. You know, once, as we talked, once the Bruins season and the Patriots season comes to an end, you know, the Patriots season will end depending, you know, sometime in the winter. Bruins season still goes on. By the time the Bruins season's over, Red Sox season has started. And when the Red Sox season's over, Patriots are back on, and so are the Bruins, hopefully. So, I mean, yeah. like... We've always got something going it's on. always something. And, and I'll occasionally watch basketball. I'm not a huge basketball guy, but, yeah. you know... There's I'll put it on and watch it once in a while, you know, right, so. it's, if you need something to watch, you know, I tend to find out, like, especially now with Uzu, I tend to watch, like, a whole bunch of different games and a flip between, you know, ba- basketball. You and- know what? Who needs a special shout out? Shout out to your dad. Oh. Shout out to the legend himself. The legend. Who next week, I think on Saturday, we should have the legend on. Yeah. I'll if he's here Saturday, he should be on and we'll do, I forgot what decade he wanted us to do. 
for sports terms. Or Probably for, 80s. 80s? Probably. Oh, no, he thought he said he wanted to do 60s or 70s, right? That's 70s, when, probably. 70s, that's when he said he grew up as a kid. 70s. Yeah, so yeah. 70s, yeah. yeah. All right, so we're going to talk to him about it, and we're going to get the legend on. Okay. But shout out to him for letting me allowing me to use his Uzu account, because <laughs> if I did not have his Uzu account, I would have had to go downstairs to watch Bruins game, and I didn't want to do that. <laughs> it wouldn't yeah. have been a big deal. I just, you know. Yeah, what yeah. What I had might tell my grandmother, mm, good to shove off. Cause that is the one thing I will say. If you're if you're a major sports fan, if you want to watch NFL, NHL, NBA, uh, NBA or MLB, MLB you, Uzu is, um, I think it's like $20 a month. It's $20 a month. It's $7 a week. And it's $120 for the year. You're better off just paying $120 for the year. Yeah. And you get everything. You any- get everything. You get... Um, you get the NHL network, you get the NFL network, the MLB network, the and NBA you a- network, you get the Red Zone channel, the regular Red Zone channel with Scott Hansen, you get the Red Zone channel with, um, um, oh my God, what's his name from, uh, uh, from NFL network, Andrew, I think it's, uh, oh, his name's <laughs> escaping me, I don't remember what his name is, oh my God. I don't watch those, so I don't know. It's, I'm always more concerned about watching the games themselves than watching like the uh, the other shows. Um, Siciliano. Oh, okay. I wanted to say Catalanato, but that's somebody else. That's uh, an announcer for CBS, Andrew Siciliano. He yeah. does like the Directv version of Red Zone. But then there's like Pac-12 Network, SEC Network, Big Ten Network. There is regular programming on there. Yeah, which is that's anything that has sports related stuff on it or could be host a sports related thing. Yeah. Like USA Network, mm-hmm. um, TBS. T- no, not TBS, just TNT. I thought TBS was on there too. Uh, it's one of the other then. No, I think it's just. I don't I'm, know. I'm, no, because um, the wrestling oh, is you know on what, TBS. You know what it is? I think it's both for the like the MLB playoffs. I know I watched the Yankees and the Guardians game the other night, but it's not as like a regular channel. Like TNT, I think, is a regular channel they have on there. You can just watch, but it's not. I think TBS is. Yeah. No, TBS is. is you can watch it on there. You definitely can because that hosts um, AEW. Oh. And I watch AEW on there every week. Well, lottie dottie. <laughs> so I mean, you know, there are some regular channels that you can watch if you if you don't have cable and you're Special like. Special shout out to Uzu. Wouldn't that be a great sponsor? Oh yeah, yeah, that would be a great sponsor. Call us. Let us know, Uzu. <laughs> well, well. We'll plug you every week. Yeah. Absolutely we'll plug you every week. Oh, yeah. I've told at least a half a dozen people about Uzu. Yeah. And I'm like, it's a little pricey, but, you know. But think about it. $20 a month, you pay like $15 for Hulu or Netflix. I know. Pay $20, you you get get all all the games, yeah. Yeah. And you can cast it. You can watch it on your phone. You can cast it to your TV. Yeah. And And in my case, I casted the the Ducks game to my TV, and I was watching the Oilers game on my phone. Yeah. So. (laughs) And what's cool, too, is it does picture-in-picture. Yeah. So you can end up like last night. I was watching the Bruins game on the big picture, and then I had the baseball game. The it was a Dodgers versus the Padres. Padres, and the little box just kind of keeping an eye on the score. Last thing before we go, because I know this has been a very long show. Who's your pick to go to the World Series this year? Because hmm. <laughs> we didn't know. really talk. We talked about NFL. We talked about NHL. Here are the MLB playoffs are going on, and we just kind of went. Meh. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I don't uh, I don't know enough. I haven't watched enough games. I'll to... say this. Um, so the Braves are the defending champions. They beat the Astros last year. Yeah. So the Braves and the Phillies are playing their NLEs rivals. The Padres and the Dodgers are playing their rivals. Both of those divisions, are, both of those series are 1-0, or 1-1, sorry. 1-1. Um, Guardians and Yankees play um, their game, too. They played the other day. 
And then the other day, also, the Mariners played the Astros. I think, ultimately, I'm if I had to pick a Cinderella team, I know I used to be a Guardians fan for two seconds. I wouldn't mind seeing them win. But it seemed like the Mariners, who haven't made the playoffs in 20 years, I'd love to see them be able to get to the, the ALCS. And it'd be a refreshing change because it's not the Astros. True. If it's yeah. Mariners, Yankees, it's whatever. All right? I just... I just don't want the Astros there. And the same thing with the Dodgers. I don't want the fucking Dodgers there either. I get it. They're good teams. The Dodgers spend two, $300 million. The Astros are a bunch of fucking cheaters. It's whatever. And this coming from a Patriots fan. You're all, much, you're all a bunch of cheaters. You know you are. No one ever proved the Deflategate thing. That that trash can thing was legit. They figured that shit out. Oh, okay. So, and whatever. But I would like to see, if I had my way, my NLCS would be Guardians and Mariners Two teams that haven't... Mariners haven't even won a World Series in their history. And the Guardians haven't won since like the fucking 40s or 50s or some shit. Wow. So it's been a minute. And then on the other side, give me Padres, Phillies. Phillies haven't won since like 2000. I think it was like 8 or something. 2007, 2008. And the Phil, I don't think the Padres have ever won the World Series. So that's oh. four new teams. I mean, that would be interesting to see, you know? I mean, ultimately, what the league wants is Yankees and fucking Dodgers, because it's Yankees and Dodgers. It's the L.A. and your New York market. It's your two biggest names. Yeah. That's what the league wants. And if the league wants that, then that's what the league's going to try to get. But Yeah. And especially with all these, I've seen so many, like, questionable ref calls. Um, or, um, ump, sorry. I always forget the, okay. the term, but, it's okay. you know, the ump. So let us know on one of the social platforms. Who are you rooting for? Let us know if you have any favorite teams. You know, like I said before, that you want us to talk about. Hell, I'll talk EPL. I'll talk some soccer. I'm a Manchester United fan. I'm not happy about it sometimes because they're not as good as they used to be. And, you know, it's unfortunate. And I kind of blame myself for their lack of success because the year before I rooted for them, they won the league championship and they haven't really done anything since. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not going to give up now. They're committed to them. So, okay. But, you know, thanks for listening. Yeah. As always... Let's get wicked. Peace and love. And let's get wicked. And peace and love. Of course, peace and love. But let's get wicked.